sing in a school choir or caterwaul in the shower. She competed in karaoke contests, enjoying the opportunity to be on stage. Soon she was performing in front of small groups at city and county fairs and festivals around her home in Wyomissing, singing her heart out to be heard above the din of people eating funnel cakes or pretzels while carnival workers bark at them to play the games littering the midway. Taylor's love of performing led her to join a group called Theater Kids Live. She got to sing, dance, and even tell jokes. She thrived on the stage, and Theater Kids Live pushed her again into the spotlight. She started singing for larger crowds at area malls, traveling the fair circuit, and joining open mic shows in area venues. What I'm trying to say is that all of these things proved to be the perfect training ground for a country music star. But her rise to fame didn't make her immune to the trials of middle and high school. Google a picture of Taylor. Go on, I'll wait. You know, if you push pause. Do you see pictures of her with other celebrities or standing at a red carpet event signing autographs for fans? She's a tall drink of water, five foot ten inches, and I swear most of that is leg. She's as pretty as a speckled pup. Now imagine that girl as a teen. Tall, lanky, a bit awkward, Taylor would definitely stand out in the crowd. But you know what it's like in school. If you're different, more talented, whatever, the bullies find you, and Taylor was definitely the puzzle piece that didn't fit. Girls picked on Taylor, but their taunts only drove her to write more songs, the isolation allowing her the time to plan her escape and to think about her future. Her escape was assured when she learned to play the guitar. A local repairman taught her to play it, her long, thin fingers plucking at the guitar strings as she wrote songs in her head. She found the place where her puzzle piece could fit. She could write her own music. As she wrote, she thought of her favorite musical artists— the influence of artists as varied as Tina Turner, the queen of funk and soul in the 1960s, through Dolly Parton, the queen of country music, crept into her songwriting, granting the music a soulful feeling that was grounded in reality. She sang of love and loss, of family and friends. Her biggest influence proved to be her grandmother, a former opera singer. Taylor's vocals grew refined, her singing tinged with a classical feel. When Taylor was eleven years old, her parents took her on a trip that would change the trajectory of her life. They piled into the car and made the several-hour drive to Nashville, Tennessee, the undisputed home of country music. It was her first trip to Nashville, and one she'd been looking forward to, as this town, with their recording studios and legacy of creating country music stars, could be her proving ground. To prepare, Taylor had recorded a demo, a tape or CD of her best stuff. She tried to give the demo to every DJ and agent all over town in the hopes of acquiring a record deal, or at least some radio play, but she was turned away at every stop, the music people wary and skeptical of a young singer's talent. Dismayed, Taylor returned to Wyomissing. Still, she was undaunted. She wouldn't let this stop her from achieving her dream of stardom. Some time passed. Taylor continued to perform at fairs and such and write her own songs in the family living room, strumming her guitar all the while. The U.S. Open Tennis Tournament hired her to sing the national anthem, and suddenly people took notice and her phone started ringing. Offers started to pour in, and her family, recognizing this was her time, packed up and traveled again to Nashville, but this time to stay. Her parents listened to offer after offer from record-level representatives, but those initial offers didn't allow Taylor the freedom to write and sing her own songs, so they rejected them. Finally, a producer recognized Taylor's gifts at both singing and songwriting, and she was signed to a record deal, leading to her first wide-release song in 2006, a song named after country music superstar Tim McGraw. The song skyrocketed to number six on the Billboard Hot Country Songs chart and anchored her self-titled first album. 
On her first album, she wrote almost all of the songs herself. The album hit number one and stayed there for two months on that Billboard Top Country chart I mentioned earlier. It also did something quite remarkable. It placed on the Billboard 200 chart as well. It was a crossover hit. Taylor then took MySpace by storm. Her songs and videos streamed by users so much that her page became one of the most streamed in MySpace history and placed her in the top ten of all musicians who utilized the platform. She also held the number one spot for all country music artists on MySpace, and she was only 15. She rubbed shoulders with the biggest influencers in country music when she performed at the 2007 Academy of Country Music Awards, a party where country's biggest stars received top honors in their craft. When she stepped onto their stage, she found herself face-to-face -face with Tim McGraw, the inspiration for her first big hit. She joined his tour soon after, serving as the opening act. Her star was rising fast. In February 2007, Taylor...